and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. And I am Jake. You are the husband. I am that. Yeah. yeah. This is your first episode, it's dude. crazy. I've got this like thing on my finger. Do you like wearing it? It's So the only thing I have to compare it to in mm-hmm. terms of feel is like the only time I've ever had anything around my fingers are Band-Aids. Okay. Okay. So it like I'm always like I'm a natural fidgeter, fidgeter. Yeah. so I'm constantly oh, playing. Oh, there he is, dude! No, we right off the seconds bat. in, and right he is just off the I'll bat. allow it because it was a long weekend. All right, I appreciate you allowing me the this yawn. <laughs> um, oh my! The so it I'm I and I always take off my like I I have to go through like I go through like two three band aids a day because I'm always playing with them and taking mm. them off. So subconsciously, I feel like it's a band like I feel like it's a band aid on my finger, and then I realize it's actually my wedding ring. Yeah, I should probably keep it. What? I should probably keep it on there. <laughs> tat it up, dude. Just tat it up. That's what I did. It's nice. I put one on for like an accessory, but. Mm-hmm. The, the first one I had was metal, and it just drove me crazy. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to go with a metal one. That's too heavy. Yeah. And I do it makes too my much... pinky like, like that because it's like thick. And oh, kinda, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of silicone ones. A yeah. ton. So, um, wow. Okay. So, let's just get started, dude. Yeah. You got married. I did. I got married on Friday. On Friday. <laughs> Friday was... August twentieth. Yep. Okay. Literal. What is what is today? Today is Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. We usually record on Thursday, but we said let's just do it Mm because there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, we can't really record on Thursdays anymore until you go to days. Yeah. So then you got a new job. And I got a new job that won't allow for you to Mm -hmm. record on Thursdays. So the plan here is to switch to night night recording or Mm -hmm. evening recording. So maybe this will be the normal time. Yeah. Um. We'll figure it out. Yeah, dude. Friday. So, but not to worry. We will keep bringing you. Say what you mean. Maybe. Maybe. I'm just kidding. Okay. I was gonna say. <laughs> um, dude. Oh, where do you want to start? Dude, I don't even know. Like, let's start with how your morning went. My morning. Friday morning. Friday morning. Yeah. Oh, you want to start with that? I mean, well, that's the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> so, like every so. I got down there Thursday night. Yeah, so after I got work. Off, yeah, so I work now a normal like a normal schedule. Um, I I started at the cool thing about my new job. Yeah, is I'm working for the federal government, and I have this. Fl- I have a flex start time. I can start anywhere mm. between seven and nine, mm. and I just work my eight hours from there. Okay. So I started at. Um, I tried getting there by seven, but you know how I roll. I'm always 10 to 15 minutes late everywhere I go. So if yeah. I try for seven, I get yeah. there by seven. That's 15. cool, though, because at least there's that flex, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I'm not technically late until nine. Gotcha. So oh, I know I know I know better than to aim for nine. OK. And, do you, you're, what do you say? Like eight? No, I, I tell myself I'm trying to get there by seven. Oh, okay. yeah. So okay. Cause I, I I tried early in the week. I've only yeah. worked the job four days, right. but I tried early in the week starting at eight and having to work until four thirty. Mm hmm sucked i didn't mm. want to work the later in the day i go yes the harder like it just seems longer okay so starting at 7 10 7 20 mm-hmm. i'm off before four that's awesome so i'm off at like 350 yeah so you're downtown mm-hmm. traffic terrible yeah. yeah yeah it's not good did you go straight from work on thursday i stopped at home grabbed okay. my stuff and bow cool. and then drove down all right 
because Kylie drove down with my sister and her sister mm-hmm. Thursday morning with my parents. Well, they drove their own car, but they that train left caravan. The, that caravan, gotcha, hauling everybody um, down left Thursday morning. There was like a whole train of people. Mm. Kylie's childhood friends, mm-hmm. uh, Haley and Selena, um, and my sister, Kylie's youngest sister, Tara, and my parents all got down there. Uh, same thing with um, Kylie's stepmom. So there's a whole bunch of people that were already working by the time like I was still I was still physically at work. So then right. I got home, threw everything in the car, grabbed the grabbed the Bobo. And uh, we headed down to the beach. Highway six mm-hmm. sucks. It's windy, dude. Compared to hi- but compared to twenty six, it is a little. It is yeah. windy. It is more windy. But there's there's like two passing lanes the entire yeah. highway. Yeah. So you get stuck behind a slow driver, mm-hmm. dude. That cut that cut mm-hmm. way into your time. And I'm a zoom zoom. I am I, too. I'm, I'm a zoomer. We've had a whole episode about your ra- road rage, <laughs> dude. I got caught behind this guy, <sighs> and I couldn't. And especially it was on the down. By the time I caught up to him, were you the only one behind him? Uh, no, there oh, were like okay. four of us behind him. Oh, because well, how do you not notice? I don't think they care. That's insane. I had a conversation with this guy I worked with at Fisherman's like a week before I left, <laughs> and I'm so I was complaining about yeah. slow drivers. It was right after we did our slow yep. driving episode, yep. and he was like, "Oh, so you hate me?" And I go, "Wait, are you that guy?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Yeah, man." And I was just like, "Why?" Yeah, like. Dude, I need to know and, why. And admitting it. Yeah. Admittedly and, and doing he, that. He goes, I go, so you just get in. <laughs> I go, you just drive 60. No matter what. And I'm like, no in matter the, what. In the left lane? And he goes, yeah, whatever lane I choose. I go, then why choose the left lane? Why choose it? Yeah. And he just goes, I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like getting over there. I go, do you not understand what it's causing behind you? Mm-hmm. And he just goes, it's not worth getting a ticket, man. And I go, get over. Let them get a ticket. If you're not going to go fast, why do you care if anyone else gets a ticket? What is he, a hero preventing everyone from I, getting this is, the, this is a guy that literally goes down to the southern border um, and uh, plays army down there. Oh, dude, what a patriot. Yeah. Anyway, Protecting us. So, yeah. Doing the job the government won't what do. What time did you get there Thursday? Um, I got there... Let's see. I left. I got there about eight thirty. Okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. And so you guys rented a house. Mm-hmm. The wedding was going to be at the house. That's where we are. What happens? What do you do Thursday? What happens Friday? Thursday. Let's go through this. So Thursday was cool because I got there and uh, Kylie's friend Haley is. Um, she's like, she's full mom mode because she's she's um, like she has two kids. And mm-hmm. she's, but even before having two kids, because I knew Haley like going like through high school through Kylie, because this was like Haley and Selena were Kylie's friends for right. like ten like ten years before I even met them. Mm-hmm. They met and they met when they were like ten years old. And Haley would Haley was at bay, Selena was at bay, and you know once I started hanging out with Kylie, I was by extension hanging out with them. And um, Haley went to Hawaii that Hawaii trip with my friend Will and Kylie. Oh, and okay, I. okay. So like. Yeah, I mean, I've known Haley for a long time, mm-hmm. and but she's like, she's always been kind of like, jumps right in and does stuff. Right. So she made the whole house uh, like a, this huge taco bar. Wow! So I got there and there was tacos ready, and I was like, "This is Hell awesome! Yeah. Like, this is awesome!" Right? So I ate some tacos, and then I was just tired. Yeah, dude, starting a new job, 
of all the other like all this like yeah the stress well one like the stress of making sure all the boxes are checked everything's yep. ready to go for the wedding and then having to like learn a new job mm-hmm. getting on a schedule i've never been on before like think about it, like i would normally sleep until if i started at work at 11 i would sleep until 10 and sleep right. until midnight right um now i'm like still like can't fall asleep until midnight but having to get up at 5 30 6 so like i'm trying to go to bed earlier right but i can't you can't so i'm trying to get on that schedule and then learning all of that even if like i know fisherman's is not a physically demanding job but i'm on my feet and moving all day I mean, dude you're dealing with people well, all the time well yeah but i'm but i'm walking from department to department okay. like, I'm, wa- I'm walking physically walking yep. moving putting out stock like doing stuff like i am act like mm-hmm. at least somewhat active gotcha dude i sit in my chair at my little cubicle desk uh-huh. and i don't move oh. like there's like i don't move for eight hours i get that dude i get that and i'm like this sucks yeah like in a way it like my ass hurts by the end of the day <laughs> and i'm just like I'm more sore just sitting. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. terrible. I hate. I don't like. It's not fun. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> back to the wedding. Yeah. Um, I was just like, I'm mentally, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bed. Right. So I just went and crashed. The girls stayed up, got super drunk mm. all night long. Party. Yeah, because you know they were, you know, they were having fun. Yeah. And then uh, the next morning, I wake up and Haley's cooking breakfast for everybody. Mm, Which, damn yeah Haley's okay. Haley's a rock star and mm-hmm. getting and she she uh garnered the praise of my dad he was like she's a she's like he's like that Haley she's a good worker he's like I told her like if you ever want a job on a concrete crew it's yours and I'm like all right dad I'm sure she'll I'm sure she'll quit her job at Fisher Investments and go <laughs> on the concrete <laughs> crew uh but uh he, I mean, he was joking but anyway the uh so that was Haley was awesome Selena's awesome uh they and then we're Haley has this idea like where all the tables were on the on the side yard of this house so this this house that we rented an airbnb mm-hmm. we were planning on having the whole it was nice because we could have the whole thing there yeah absolutely and the we, we had the ceremony we we're gonna have the ceremony in the beach the the reception yeah in the yard of the house yep and where we set the tables there was kind of like this sandish pit like mm-hmm. it was kind of like a sand pit but mm-hmm. it was overgrown there's a bunch of weeds Haley had been weeding all the whole day before i even got there Jesus. and she was like we need to bring in new sand so i start like so her and i and what? start shoveling sand into buckets and bringing it in to like make the sand Whoa, look make the like sand fresh. look fresh around the wow. tables so i'm doing that and i get a i get a text message mm-hmm. and the text message says I, hey man, like, I just tested positive for COVID. This is my best. This is my best man. Yeah, I'm not gonna name names. Yeah, but he's like, I tested. He's like, I tested positive for COVID. Yeah, and he's my. He's like, he was my only groomsman. Right, right. And so, I was like, how many bridesmaids were there? Two. Were there two? Two. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So Kylie's other sister Oriana just she dressed up in green. Okay. She got a green dress, but she wasn't like. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So there was just my sister and Taryn, gotcha. and it was just gonna be me and it was just gonna be me and Matt. Okay, you're not gonna name names. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Well, okay. <laughs> I'll cut it. Dude. Oh, you don't have to worry okay. about it. All right. Um. So he texted me. I was waiting for I it, know. dude. You guys, I knew you were going to do that. I was going to slip up. Yeah. Um. So 
and I'm like, oh my god, like you've like yeah. one, I'm con- like so like flood of emotions. Yeah, right? oh, of course. In I can't even imagine, Jake. I cannot. I can't. That's you're fucking stressed. You're a little annoyed. Mm-hmm. You might even teeter into anger, and you're feeling all of those on the day. You're supposed to get married mm-hmm. the morning of. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So my 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 first instance. You goes, tell me how you felt. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's no. Not, like, those are what I. No. Would that's think. like basically everything. Yeah. It's just like one. It's like one emotion after the other as you start yeah. thinking of all the ramifications. Yes, as your brain absolutely. brain starts going down the the rabbit hole of like, okay, this means this. This also means this. Yeah. This also means this. But he, you know. He has a kid, yeah, a, an infant who's also sick, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh my god! Like, you you're praying that they're safe. Yeah, that's terrifying. Um, but you're also like, I'm not gonna get into personal stuff, but it's it's just like it's it's frustrating in its own way. Yes, absolutely. It's very frustrating in its own way, and I'm like, old me would have just absolutely lost my <laughs> shit. But yeah, I'm like. You know what? Like, f it. Like, it yeah, is what it is. Right. Like, it, it, it's not change. Nothing I do is going to change that situation. Right. Nothing I can do is going to make him feel worse than he probably already feels. Right. And I know he feels sorry. He didn't purposely go out and get COVID. And I'm just like, okay, well, what now? Yeah. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to you and Keenan, um, and I was like, hey guys. I know it's super last second. Do you guys have dress clothes handy? <laughs> Do you guys mind? Because I don't want to be the. I don't. I'm like I don't want to be the loser just standing up there by myself while my while Kylie has two bridesmaids and then I'm just there with Bo. Yeah. And I'm like I I was just like, so I I was so thankful that you guys were able. You guys put it into into you guys put it in a warp drive and you guys got there to me because I was like man it really sucks because like I didn't have anybody to get ready with I didn't have anybody to hang out with before the wedding yeah and I was, then I get there and you're fucking ready well yeah I immediately started getting <laughs> I immediately just started okay. as part of my way to calm myself down gotcha. I started like I started getting dressed okay um so I was just like I have to focus on gotcha. I have to like I have to focus on something otherwise I'm just going to lay here yeah in bed and get more and more mad right because then i just couldn't because then i just couldn't focus right and the stress of my dad (laughs) was already (laughs) was already starting to peak um we put him in charge honestly yeah we put him in charge of parking um yeah yeah and it's just it was there's just a lot yeah (laughs) there's just the whole weekend was a lot. A lot. Dude, you're spending that much time with family, like, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Like, not seven, obviously, yeah. but 24 hours a day. Like, it's it's it, it can get a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, the, the house was three ha- had, like, a garage, mm-hmm. and then there was a floor, and then a top floor. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, five bedrooms in this house. Yeah. So it's, like, a big Airbnb. The problem is is that it has very little yard, mm-hmm. and very, but it's right on the beach, which is right. nice. But it's... Very little yard and almost zero parking. Yeah. So how are we going to park 50, you know, mm-hmm. not 50 cars, but cars that are hauling 50 people. Right. So we had made negotiations. Eventually, we thought everybody's going to have to park at the school, which right. is quite a ways down. And that's sketchy, especially mm-hmm. at night. And then we got permission to park at the community center across Highway 101, okay. which is better, but still sketchy. Mm-hmm. And then we... 
were able to talk to neighbors and get permission to park in different and park in different people's lots. Oh, wow. So that ended up working out, but yeah. it was like as people were pulling up because the invitation said park at the high school. So then my dad had to flag oh. everybody down and be like, no, park in here. But then some people were pulling up and wanting to park close to the house. Right. So we're trying to communicate that. And my my dad's natural instinct of flagging down and parking concrete trucks mm-hmm. kicks in. Oh, yeah. And then he talks to dry, like our friends mm-hmm. and family as if they're concrete truck drivers. How so? Sometimes. Okay. I've, I've heard different stories. Oh, okay. I've heard different. Okay. I've heard some different stories. Okay. Um, I mean, I think he knows better. He knows I'll fucking pop off <laughs> on his ass. <laughs> well, you guys got there early enough that it oh, like, okay. it wasn't like it wasn't right. a thing. Right. Some people were showing up right as dinner was starting and we're trying to like park oh. and potentially block the food truck or cuz we also had I didn't even notice cuz we also had the photographer and Kylie's hair and makeup mm-hmm. um stylist park at the house so that gotcha. way they didn't have that to park sense. super far away so right. we didn't want to have anybody blocking their ability to, those people's ability to leave right right so like my dad did my dad did a great job getting parking organized yes but he does it in the Gary way yes which unless you have experienced Gary, Gary joke him. Yes. It can be a lot. Yeah, honestly, you were you were saying just about, you know, like, hey, would you mind standing up there with me? And I was like, you know, whatever you need. Um, and I could tell that maybe your dad might have been bothering you a little bit. And that to me was the greatest motivator of getting there as fast as I could. <laughs> like, I have to be there because I know that like I, I obviously you can check your own dad, but it's like to be there and kind of like have your back. I mm-hmm. knew that that's what you might have needed. Yeah, I, I didn't have to get into it at all and yeah. mediate anything, mm-hmm. but just having him there. Because if I heard him say some shit, I'd be like, bro, pump the brakes. You know, I'll mm-hmm. call him out. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. I had uh, multiple people, uh, you especially, ex- getting your family, speeding up your guys' timeline. Mm-hmm. It was really appreciated. Yeah, with Turtle. <laughs> I like Turtles. Yeah, we call Cheyenne Turtle because she is just like... She goes at her own. She goes at her own pace. Oh, she does. It's fine. <laughs> but I'm like, go now. And then we get in the car. I'm like, hey, uh, sorry for like kind of being pushy, but we gotta go. And she's like, no, I get it. I was like, cool. All right, we're good. Perfect. Also, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll eventually get to all this, but like maybe I don't know, maybe not. But uh, you, we hang out during the weekend after mm-hmm. the wedding and stuff. This is the first time you've been around me being like. Jeff, dad. Yeah, is it weird? No. Oh, okay. I feel like you guys like you guys just fill into it so naturally. It just oh, feels okay. natural. Okay. It wasn't weird. Right. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So Gary's, you know, orchestrating cars and mm-hmm. traffic. You guys are, you know, small wedding. I don't know. Is there anything you want to talk about, like specifically on the wedding that you like? What it love hated. Mm. Wish you so, did differently. So, well, yeah, there's, I mean, I'm still like, the one thing Kylie and I were both like, gosh, we wish we were able to be at dinner. Because, That's the one thing that I would have changed. Because yeah. everybody was like talking, everybody we've talked to said that dinner was, other than you guys informed us that Moe's was a little unorganized right at the beginning. Yes. And you guys were unfortunately the victims of yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> I don't care. But it seems like everybody we've talked to has had 
had a really good time. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful for that. Yeah. But I would have no idea. You had no otherwise. Idea. Right, right. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. It, it would have been nice to just... Granted, like, one thing I told you during this whole thing, I said it early on. I said, dude, that day, mm-hmm. you got to make sure you eat because you're gonna, it's going to be over. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten yet. And, like, after the wedding, you and Kyler are sitting down. I'm like, are you guys just now eating? And you were like, yeah. I'm like, I freaking knew it, dude. Mm-hmm. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, having that time set up. But but, uh, you being there isn't going to change the atmosphere and the way that people are talking. You might have some people come up to your table and visit and stuff. But also, like, at a wedding, like, you guys are the focus, right? Mm -hmm. You guys are the the attention. And people do want to see you and people Mm -hmm. do want to talk to you. So maybe in a sense that it was good that you weren't there because it kind of made everybody kind of – talk to each other and get mm-hmm. to know each other. Yeah. And we have the life of the party in my family who just kind of initiated all of that. <laughs> she was amazing. <laughs> she brought in, every, I feel like everybody from all parts of my life. There were people there from all parts of my life. Mm-hmm. I had a friend, uh, my friend Koi, mm-hmm. who I hadn't seen in two years because he, he's, a, he's in Canada and the border has been closed down. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen him in it was like probably six months before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. that I had seen him. So it's been two years Wow! and he came all the way down for the wedding mm-hmm. and like, it was cool seeing him there. But then when I went to go, he came to say goodbye and Cheyenne was like, was standing next to me is after the ceremony and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, have you met Cheyenne? He's like, Oh yeah, we, we, we met. Yeah. She just like, she had this, she literally Everybody knew who Cheyenne was by right. the end of the night, which yep. was awesome. Jen, Jen, they were in the house, and Jen's like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And she's like, do you want to wait here? And she's like, no, I'm going to go meet more people. <laughs> she just did. <laughs> she just did. Yeah, yeah. she was awesome. Uh, she told me about this exchange with Koi. <laughs> she goes, why do you live in Canada? And then he goes, well, you know, that's kind of a kind of a long story kind of complicated so he starts going into it and like talking about like i don't know what he gets into and then he all of a sudden she says he goes wait i'm not i'm not telling you this you're a child <laughs> and <it> just stops <laughs> the story <laughs> and she's like i don't know what he was gonna say but he, i don't think he knew i think he knew it wasn't appropriate <laughs> i don't know what it could have been mm. you know maybe he's maybe he is getting into the nuances of like the border closing and all that and she's she doesn't no or care. He moved up there right after high school, right oh, after graduated. Yeah. He, he started at University of British Columbia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So he's finishing up his PhD up there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. He's a smart kid. Yeah. Very smart. Yeah. Uh, very talented. Believe 50% of what he tells you. Okay. Um, but <laughs> uh, he's one of my oldest. He's one of my oldest friends. Right, right. And I was so happy to be able to yeah. have him there because he's also... He grew up hunting. Him and I grew up hunting together. Like He's mm. friends with Matt. He's friends with like my f- old friend Forrest. And... Um, so he was driving and going fishing in the morning before, um, like, this is how great of people I have in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm so fortunate. Um, I was driving, he was driving down Frenchman's bar, going to Caterpillar Island to go fishing with his kind of adopted figure. So mm-hmm. he was adopted early on, okay. like at like age eight by a family friend. Mm. It wasn't like ever officially adopted, but basically was this guy right. like this was his guardian like his guardian while his mom was up in canada and his dad was in vietnam gotcha and so he was on his way to go fishing with this guy because he and all he called he called my best man and said like hey what time are you getting down there mm-hmm. and my best man was like i can't mm-hmm. and koi was like what do you mean you can't like that's 
BS. Like, yeah. what, we, what the hell are you talking about? He's yeah. like, dude, I can't. Uh-huh. And then told him. Yeah. And he was like, Coy's like, I p- literally flipped it around and told, he's, he's like, I told Rick, I'm not going fishing. Wow. I'm, he's like, Jake needs me and yep. immediately just headed yep. down. Yeah. And so it's just like a lot of people had my back and it was for sure. It made the day so much easier. Right. Good. So much easier to be able to have people that I knew had my back mm-hmm. the whole thing. Not that there was like tension with anybody no, no, particularly, no, 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 no. but somebody it's I could just being there. Somebody I can turn to and being like, this person's in my corner. Yeah, yeah. And just knowing that and having mm-hmm. that made me so much more relaxed. But also so you have your family there and Kylie has her friends and mm-hmm. she has your sister and her sister and like you have your parents and your sister there? You know yeah, what I mean? And my sister's on the other side. Right. But right? then, so but then just... you have your friends, your guys start showing up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, I'm I'm represented now. I mm-hmm. feel, you know what I mean? There is yeah. security in that. There is mm-hmm. a little bit of. Yeah. And of, that definitely yeah. helped. It helped Good. a ton. Um, so, yeah, like our, so many things worked out. Like, we had, we had done so much research mm-hmm. about the time of day, what day. Oh yeah. Because I wanted, I'm like the photographer in me is like worried about lighting. Oh, and I, I know. Like, I, I wanted, was... I wanted the perfect of everything. And then I didn't, I didn't dawn on me uh-huh. how much work it was for people to get off Friday and then drive down to yes. my wedding. Like yeah. that was, that was a lot to ask of people. And I got I, the day off, so I appreciate it. It, it didn't <laughs> dawn on me how much we were actually asking of people to be able to do that. So again, like thank you to everybody who got off work and made that two hour drive down to Rockaway beach right. to celebrate with us. Cause that's a lot. A seat like, bike agrees. Yeah, I, I can't. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Steve. Um, the, uh, Anyway, that was, it was a lot. Like, that's a lot for people to do just because I knew how tired I was on Thursday. I couldn't imagine working another day and then driving down yeah, to, for sure. to, to a wedding. It was a small wedding. I'm yawning again. <laughs> it's okay. It was a small wedding. We had, we're, we're I think, max, we had max like 50 people. Yeah. Uh, it was officiated by, I, I'm just like kind of rapid fire going through You're all going, these things as it, it's popping it, in my head. It, it was officiated it. by the mayor of Vancouver. Oh, um, name drop fire. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I, it was funny as we were walking down cause like, so the, the photographer, I'm just all over the place. Yeah, People okay. start showing up five o'clock is when we had a scheduled for our, um, scheduled for our, uh, our photographer to come and, mm. and do f- photography uh dinner was we told everybody dinner starts at 5 30 goes until 7 15 the celebrations at 7 15 everybody yep. go to the beach watch us get married which is a short ceremony mm-hmm. go back eat crumble cookie and then just reception yep um and that's how it went it's just we were taking photos we paid our photographer for three hours mm. and we realized we probably should have only paid her for two mm. but we, we're going to have a lot of really good yes pictures. you are the issue yep. is is that we, it's not an issue. It ended up working out great, and but we really wanted a soft, the soft lighting of golden hour when we had that. We had to make sure the tide wasn't like too I far roll. in. We had to make sure that the the, the <laughs> tide wasn't too far in. So that Friday, I I know that it sucked with the Friday, but the reason why we chose Friday yeah. is because of the tides. Okay. Saturday was a really, really, really high tide in the mm. evening. Like we wouldn't have had very much beach, right? Which would have really limited. Like it would have really limited how much we could have kind of a lot done. Yeah. Yeah. So we 
Saturday was Friday night was perfect because at that time tide was halfway in, but it was st- it was a really really low tide coming back Dude, in. This so- all sounds so stressful to just like consider. Yeah, even. <laughs> I know. Like it was a lot, and so we're like, okay, so, like so the sun will be setting and be perfect for yep, the photos. Yep. And then uh, two, three days we're checking the weather. Three days before the ceremony, clouds were going to be rolling yep, in yep, Friday night yep. with rain. Yeah. So there was periods of drizzle mm-hmm. like all Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And we're like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. All Friday, even at periods during the, the ceremony, there was drizzle. Yeah. It's like, gosh, dang it. Like, really? Yeah. Like, people were pissed. We're bracketed. Were they really? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. God. Thank God. No. Well, I had, so Kylie's dad, at one point, I'm, the ceremony's over, but uh-huh. I had to run up to the house really quick to get something for Kylie. Yeah. I'm walking by really quickly, and he goes, Jake. And I haven't seen. Kylie's dad yeah. in a long like I saw him in Southern Oregon. We went down there yeah. a couple about a month ago. Recently, yeah. But I hadn't seen him in years before that. Yeah. Like and I'm not gonna get into Kylie's family history, You're but right, right. we just there's he's not really around. Okay. Um Jake. He goes, Jake, what are you gonna do about this? And he's like pointing to the sky, like, because there's drizzle coming down. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't have anything I I don't wanna what am I gonna say about that? So the most Jake thing that comes out of my mouth is like, I'll talk to the manager about it, see if he can get it to turn it off. And I just kept walking and I'm like, I don't know if he was joking, Dude, if he was being serious, but I just amazing. had, I just had, I'm like, I don't have time. I don't, yeah. I don't have yeah. time. They're yeah. like, what am I going to do? Like, I didn't what am even I know say? that that's, you were responding to anybody. I had just in passing heard you say that. And I just thought it was the funniest thing and the most Jake thing ever. <laughs> and then so like I posted it on her Instagram and Cheyenne had heard you say it. And she goes, oh, yeah, Jake said that. And I'm like, he did say that. Like it was just it was classic. It mm. was good. I'm was glad good. I'm glad somebody picked up on. Oh, that. Yeah, it was so good. Um, and I and joking about like people being pissed in the exact opposite. Mm. I think that everybody was just like, dude, it's a fucking Oregon Coast wedding. Like mm-hmm. if it isn't like this. It would be lame. Yeah. Like everybody was down for it. Mm-hmm. Everyone was cool with like, I dude, after we went out on the beach and I stood up there with you and the pictures are taken and I'm already self-conscious about my own shit, even though nobody's looking at me or cares about me, I'm still in my own head. For sure. I go, I go upstairs or everybody I go is. back to the house. I go into the bathroom and my hair is a disaster. And I'm like, oh God, those pictures are going to look like shit, <laughs> but it's an organ. But then, but then I'm like, you know what? We're at the Oregon coast. Mm-hmm. Like we're outside. We're in the drizzle. Like, of course, I, we all look like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I think everybody just accepting, like, like, dude, this is this is how it's supposed to be mm-hmm. if you're gonna have your wedding yeah. here. And everybody was down for sure. Like, it was like sitting a, in the rain, yeah. nobody cared. It was it was like a step up from an elopement. Like, yeah, that's, yes. Originally, we were gonna do just an elopement, right? And right. then this was kind of like a compromise with yes, my parents, right? To do this small, yeah. kind of more intimate ceremony. I appreciate it not that i wouldn't have valued your decision to elope but it's 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 fun for those who really care about you Mm -hmm. to get to celebrate you for sure and i'm glad we did i'm glad we did this yeah looking back on it uh i think an elopement would have really it would have been nice right it would have had its own memories but this is nice because like we got to go spend the whole weekend at the beach with the people we cared about so as you said so yeah it worked out i'm glad we did this um yeah, I mean the dogs were the dogs were a mess. Like it was awesome. But I mean, so it ended up being perfect though because the entire time there was like this low fog that kept rolling in. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I didn't want 
pictures when you see them on the beach is that you end up getting these really long depth of fields. And mm-hmm. if there's nothing like big haystack rock in the mm-hmm. background, those pictures, they don't, I don't feel like they end up looking very good. Okay. Just my own, my own thing. Right. So like, it's just like, I really wanted it sunny because yeah. at least it makes it look warm. Right. And a lot of times you get those really gray overcrashed yep. dreary, yep. dreary days and you're just like, there's nothing to look at in the photos. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. Kylie and I, but the background is going to be really, really long. Yeah, yeah. Like, the the depth of field is really long, and mm-hmm. it just keeps going and extending. Okay. And it just, it makes, it just, there's so much other stuff that are, is uninteresting okay. in the photo. Okay. But with that haze, it really limited the, your your line of, your, your the sight distance. Okay. So, it created, like, a really shallow depth of field. And we, mm-hmm. I've seen some of the photos so mm-hmm. far, and it just almost looked like we were, like, almost in, like, it created its own... Um, really kind of blurry background mm-hmm. and it just really I thought focused it, it it forced the camera and the depth of field and all the viewer to really we're the center and there's nothing like behind it, right. it you'll when I post the photos mm-hmm. you'll see what I'm talking about yeah. but it's I, I thought it was actually end up being the perfect interesting environment for right, it right. it ended up being really unique and I'm really excited hmm. for that okay so it worked out yeah it worked out a lot That's of stuff awesome. worked out um, my dad went full dad mode, um, <laughs> with, against Bo. Uh, so during the ceremony, uh, one cool thing about the ceremony is that, so Anne had us write all these things and she wrote, um, she basically wrote her entire speech based off of the stuff that we had provided wrote, her, we had yeah. provided her. So there was a lot of things that were in the way she integrated it all was yeah, perfect. So She's amazing. Yeah. And so, but Bo, Bo and Tucker decided because Kylie was holding Kylie's side was holding Tucker. Yeah. You were like my side. Mm-hmm. You were holding Bo. Yeah. And Tucker wanted Bo to come over yeah. to his side. Yeah. So Tucker made a couple noises and Bo being the follower that he is, yep. was like, I've got to get over there. Yeah. Very vocal. And so he just, <laughs> he has this piercing bark. Mm-hmm. And after like the third or fourth time, I'm trying to pet him. There's this picture where I'm petting him, Keenan's scratching his butt, and Bo's just crazy eyed. I, I think I've got the photo. I'll okay. show it to you. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my god, like this. He's nuts. This dog is nuts. But I love that. And I loved it. So eventually, once I figured out what Bo wanted, wanted yeah, I was just like, okay, sir, you take him. And then yeah. once he got over there, he was fine. Yeah. And just he didn't. He wanted to be with Tucker. Yeah, but. At one one point, he he barks and you're like, "Hey, Bo, Bo, it's okay." And like me and Keenan are petting, we're like, mm-hmm. "It's alright, buddy, it's okay." While the wedding is going on, yeah. right, yeah, the yeah. ceremony, and then he just goes, Row! and then your dad just goes, "Bo," <laughs> and dude, I wish I I I mean I I have footage from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good it is because from Jen was filmed on the GoPro, but dude, your daggers of death that you stared at him were just. It was. It scared the shit out of me, dude. Like I was like, I. I hope to God Jake never looks at me like that. <laughs> so that's. I learned that. That's. That is the joke of Mad Face. Oh, dude, it was. It was. It, it was terrifying. It's a. It is a. It's a. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a natural reaction. Oh yeah. That is because I've had that look you, from my looked, dad. Yeah, you've learned it. And it just, it, it has transferred to me. It, it awesome. has been a long time since I broke it out. Yeah. And I didn't mean for it to get oh, it was that awesome. bad. It was but awesome. I was just like, not right now. <laughs> it, no, what it said was not your place. Mm. 
It, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't his place to, to manage that moment. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And and also, it's not ruining anything. In my in my sense, like, if Tuck and Bo are not there doing exactly that at your ceremony, mm-hmm. it's not your wedding. Yeah. It would be weird without them there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course they're there. Of course they're barking. And nobody gives a shit because... Mm-hmm. The, the boys, that's what they do. We yeah. expect that. Everybody who knows us knows yes. that Tucker and Bo are, they go everywhere yep. with us. Yep. That's just part of the Jake and Kylie experience yes. is that you get Tucker and Bo. Right. So, yeah. Uh, but Bo gets yelled at a lot by my dad mm. at the house. Yeah. So I think that's just my dad's reaction to Bo barking yes. is to yell Bo. Yeah. And that was just like. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I was trying to get my. I was trying I know, to get Bo like calm down. It was, down so awesome. and, and anyway. it was awesome. Um, but everybody had some. Everybody had such great speeches. I appreciated yours. Oh, um, so much. I just um, winged it. I, I was think. Like, I think. Wing, I think winging speeches. Like, and you're just speaking from the heart. Yeah. Like, my favorite was talking. I started off by saying that we met in college, and mm-hmm. I think it was Kylie's sister goes, "Yeah, yeah, did," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." God, <laughs> I think that was Oriana. Maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good joke. That's a good mm-hmm, joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, I hope it came across as I wanted it to. Is like, you know, Jake's always as emotional as he needs to be, but mm-hmm. now Kylie, you know, Kylie doesn't have to handle you alone. Like, yeah. I'm on her side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I got it, and I know That's Kylie. I, I know Kylie got it. Yeah. So yeah, it was fun. It was good. Everybody knows I'm I'm I uh, yeah I have to be just as emotional as I have to be. Yeah, yeah. So, but I felt, I, dude, I felt strangely like that was the most comfortable I ever felt standing in front of people talking. Really, it was fucking weird, dude. Huh? I was like, all uh, right, I'll say something, and mm-hmm. I stood up and like not nervous at all. It was weird. Hmm. It was weird. Cool. And Jen's like, well, it's kind of small wedding. I'm like, okay, thanks for the credit, lady. <laughs> it's still people. It's still. A I know. But I normally, I'm just like, oh shit. And then I was thinking, like, okay, so Jake asked me to come to this wedding, and somebody said something about like toasts and shit. Am I gonna have to fucking say something? Like, I better start thinking about something to say right now. Like, what am I gonna say? Okay, uh, we met in college, and he sat in the back, and I had to go end up sitting by him. Like, I just started just just thinking about things just in case, right? Mm-hmm. Because it'd be fucked again if all of Kylie's side said something and then nobody said anything. Obviously, that wasn't the case, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Keenan said something and Matt sent something in and wrote something. Um, but it was like, I don't know. Like, I, I have to say something if it comes up. Like, if, yeah. if they, you know, just the panic of fucking, what do I say? What do I say? So, yeah, it's fun talking to different people who were there and getting their perspective because we, Kylie and I, did not see anything of. Like the um the most food truck we didn't see we were not part yeah, of yeah, any yeah. of that at all yeah, like we yeah. were on the whole time yeah uh, I'm just gonna give a shout out to our photographer her mm-hmm. name is uh, Rebecca Leona Photography uh that's her business name you can find her on Instagram she is amazing if you ever need family sessions and uh, engagement sessions wedding she is the one to go with I in my like she's just she makes everybody feel super comfortable um anyway I I just she we'll, we'll she her. made. She made, yeah, she made, yeah, she she made our come on and like she did our engagement photos. Mm. And Kylie and I, as you know, Kylie and I are 
are shy around cameras. Yeah. We don't like being photographed. Mm-hmm. We're both very self-conscious mm-hmm. people. We're both very private people. And she made like us feel comfortable in front of a camera yeah. and didn't make three hours of being photographed mm-hmm. ever feel, feel like, feel three, like three hours, feel like three hours right. and feel like we were ever in a position where like, Oh my God, like we're self-conscious. These photos are going to be terrible. Yeah. We really felt like, these photos were going to be made well because she was so like she's yeah. so supportive and she's like I don't know she just her whole aura mm-hmm. is so great yeah anyway she's amazing highly recommend her uh, if you ever need any professional photography done she's great I do I do need some yeah you should hit her up <laughs> no uh, I was thinking the whole time like I would feel so fucking awkward like when we all came down to take pictures and stuff and mm-hmm. like Kylie's just there and she's like making her spin and twirl and like do all these things and I'm like. Dude, I would I would feel so fucking awkward in front of these people, but she didn't see it at all, mm-hmm. and I think that 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 speaks to that comfort, yeah, that the photographer provided, and that's why she does true. the the elopement um, pictures that are free, mm. like so you pay for her for a wedding, she will do a free elopement session oh, wow. wherever you want to go, engagement, yeah. yeah, sorry, she'll do a free engagement session, yeah, um, wherever you want to go. Now, if it's like more than, I think it's if it's more than an hour and a half drive from where she is, which is in Albany, mm. uh, you have to pay like a like a small travel. That makes sense. Fee because we we had her go up to Mount St. Helens, mm-hmm. so we paid like an extra mm. like two hundred bucks to have her go right, up there right. because it was worth it to us. Like that's kind of our spot. Sure. And but yeah, and and but what she the point of it is is so that when you get to your wedding day mm-hmm. you're already familiar with your photographer absolutely and a lot of the poses that she put us in were the poses that she not uh, a lot of them but some of them so yeah. there was some familiarity it's yeah. like okay we did this you know your, the drill you like so this this and this is how you're gonna put your hands mm-hmm. like this is how we i want you and it's like i can't i for me i'm like i don't know how everybody is with with photographers but i can only imagine like you get somebody who kind of like I get this with guns all the time. You get someone who kind of knows about guns and they want to tell me how how to do my job. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm like I'm like obviously I take pictures. I love taking pictures, yes. but she is the professional. Right. I'm never gonna say I didn't say one like I'm not, I didn't say one word about cameras or, or maybe there's none of that nothing like, camera nothing camera related oh, at all okay I, I just would talk a little a bit about how annoying it is because uh R- kylie's half brother rylan was really funny and he said mm-hmm. this he said this something that was so funny because he he's an interesting kid mm-hmm. uh love him he's very he's a very sweet kid but he him and his mom we're helping pick up the arch after we were done with the ceremony mm-hmm. and we're starting our second, our kind of last 45 minutes of photos. And he goes, Jake, I got some great photos of, um, he's like, I got some great photos of you guys at the wedding. They're really high quality. I'm like, great, Ryland. That's awesome. And he goes, yeah, they're said there. He's like, they're really, really good quality. They're probably even better quality than that. And she, and he points out her photographers, like, like super high in Canon. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Ryland, no, I'm like, you're, I'm like, I was like, Ryland, I'm sure your photos are great, but yeah. I go, an iPhone does not even touch. Yeah. That's, that's where the photographer part right. of me you came out. Defensive. I was like, I was like, there's nothing that's ever going to touch a DSLR. And then like her and like, as we were walking down uh, the beach to take more photos, she was like, we were, she was talking, she's like, yeah, it's so annoying. Like I get to some of these engagement sessions and, or like, I deliver the photos and they're like, well, people are complaining about like, well, the iPhone can take so much different, like 
it captures different stuff and they're like people some people just have like this real unrealistic view like of what or an expectation or an expectation right of instagram filters yeah they're like oh like an iphone can take the same quality photo as a dslr and it's like no it can't there's so much more you can they just don't understand they just don't understand so we had that conversation that is the only time Mm. photos have 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 come (laughs) up at all so um she's like anyway she's amazing Mm -hmm. that's kind of like i don't and then you guys came over the next night which Mm -hmm. was really relaxed everybody had left Mm -hmm. there was kind of an awkward moment with my my (laughs) sister and kylie's sister who wanted who kylie's sister needed to leave all of a sudden right right and then so i was like i don't really know what's going on but i'm just going to sit here and play chess with your daughter yep and uh, i'm just going to ignore whatever's going on there because i'm focused on this yeah um (laughs) you've always talked about cheyenne's uh like ADD or ADHD. Yeah. And I, I, your patience. Yeah. Next fucking level. Dude. Really? Okay. Dude, are you kidding me? You didn't remind her it was her turn once. We kept having to tell her. <laughs> I was You're totally just fine. chilling, waiting for her to go. I was totally happy to just let yeah. her. I had so much fun playing chess with her. Uh-huh. Uh, one, her mind works. I think she could be a great chess player. I think we're going to encourage that. If she, if, if she wants to get into it, mm-hmm. I think she would be a great chess player yeah. because just noticing how she was setting, like she doesn't, she'd never played before. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I brought a chess board and cause I, w- I was playing with different people throughout the, like the oh, day okay. Friday. And that's just how I kind of was relaxing was playing chess. And, um, I could tell she was really into the game. Mm-hmm. It's like she had, um, but then every once in a while she'd be like, dog and then she'd have to go pet tucker yeah or she'd yep. have to like she'd she'd have to go do something yeah go get her a little like uh her baby bop her baby pop <laughs> candy candy thing <laughs> and it was it was fun it was it was a lot of fun right. getting to know her because i never really had any i see her every thursday morning right, right. but it's like a short couple minutes right this is the first time i really i really got to see your family right for an extended period of time mm-hmm. which was awesome yeah. i'm so glad i got that opportunity it's cool um but yeah just she, the way she like set up her pawns and I sometimes I'd have to remind her like I hey, know this piece can can only do this but right. like it's her first time ever but it's mechanic she, stuff yeah she she has a really good mind for it right so I think she could be a really good I mean at player. one point you were like guys and we're like yeah and you're like she's actually setting herself up pretty good right here and we're yeah. like oh shit okay yeah she set up her defense like she set up her defenses really well with her pawns because mm-hmm. I think she had she had a really good understanding of how the pieces were moving. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, she made my life really difficult. So <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I made a mistake, like almost every single time I made a mistake, mm-hmm. she picked up on it mm. and she, she made me pay for it. All right. So yeah, she's good. That's cool. She's good. Speaking of, uh, I got a clip right here. Let's listen to this. Don't go breaking my heart isn't a wedding song, right? She's too small. Oh, and then he's playing Baby Bye Bye Bye. It says, I want to see you out that door, she Baby Bye Bye Bye. She literally just beat me. You did something your dad has never been able to do. That's win an argument against me. <laughs> you got that? Yeah, that's I got a, that. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Because the dude, the look. Oh. <laughs> I had I couldn't do anything but bust up laughing. Because we were her and I were talking... Everybody was kind of little people were just start kind of starting to dance, but then it started to rain and it kind of like killed everybody's mood. Right. Uh, but I'm standing there and Backstreet Boys had played a couple of times and her and I were talking about Backstreet Boys and she's like, my favorite Backstreet Boys song from the new album is Don't Go Breaking My Heart. I'm like, that's a great song. I go and she's like, is it on your playlist? And I go, no, it's not on the playlist. And she goes, why? And I go, 
it's not really like a wedding appropriate song. And the look she shot me, and I'm like, what? And she's just like, <laughs> and I'm, and she's just like looking at me, super judging. But she goes, but this. This is a putting appropriate song, and then she literally quotes back to me the lyrics from it's, Instincts Bye from Bye Bye. Instincts Bye Bye Bye. Yeah. She's like, I can't wait to see you walk out that door, baby. Bye bye bye. Yep. She goes, that's a wedding appropriate song, and I just, <laughs> I had nothing. I'm yeah. like, you win, yeah. you win, Cheyenne. Here's another clip. <laughs> you play them, and whatever they do on the field, you get points for. Are you into that? And yes. then when you get points. You play another person's team of the players that they've drafted, and then if you if your players score more points than the player you're playing's teams, who they're playing scores more points, then if you score more points than them, then you win. And then you get a golden football that I spray painted. And then you can come up with whatever trophies you want. You don't seem impressed, but it's really cool. Let me try. Let me tell you. In the background on this video, I haven't shown you yet. I've told you about it, but Mm -hmm. as you're explaining. Fantasy football to my twelve-year-olds. <laughs> she asked me what it was. I know. Uh, I noticed out of the corner of my eye, there's a vacant table with one of the cookies sitting still on the table, mm-hmm. and Tuck is—he's got his face side against the table, and he's sliding up as far as he can, trying to lick that cookie <laughs> and get that cookie. There's more. So many things happening. I played a long time. I'm really good at it. You're all right. I'm okay, now I officially know that Jake is a nerd. My team. Oh, I'm a huge nerd. Oh, I'm a huge nerd. Well, she's like, what is fantasy football? And I said, it's basically Dungeons and Dragons for sports nerds. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's how I prefaced it. Yeah. Um, This is a clip from later that night with our good friend, the the, uh, superhero friend of ours. Homelander. Um, bad guys at the technical term? <laughs> yeah, bad guys. What is the definition of bad, bad guy? guy? Are you playing cops and robbers? So, you so, when you were in the, so when you were sitting there in the classroom and they're like, okay, guys, we're going to go definitions and terms today. What was the definition of bad There's guy? a black dude in a hoodie. <laughs> bad guy. <laughs> You're like, yes. 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 No, they show us, they point with like a ruler. Bad guy or good guy? Uh. And then they flip through slides. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you're fighting bad guys. So, anyways, you shoot the bad guy with the cert pistol twice. You said that. Stop saying bad guy. What am I supposed to say then? Perpetrator. Perpetrator. Okay, the suspect. Suspect. Misunderstood team. You shoot the person who's having a bad day, okay. and then you raise. Do you shoot the other cop? No. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe because you can't see shit. Yeah. So you have to do all this blind? With pepper spray on your eyes. So let me tell you, you forget how to breathe. There's snot going everywhere. You can't open your eyes for like, because you're in shock. Oh, okay. It sucks. It's the worst thing ever. I would never do it again. If they told me. I think you have order... to do it again. No, I don't. I'm going to make you do it. Yeah. yeah. Would you do it for the podcast? No. <laughs> if, if they told me I couldn't be a cop, if I didn't do it again, I'd say, okay, I'm not being a cop. I would not. Okay. If that's your bar, maybe you shouldn't be a cop. It sucks. What if someone pepper sprays you? They're going to be like, I'm not a cop anymore. I'm not a cop. <laughs> no. Take your belt and shit and give it to them. It makes me sick every time I grab it on my locker and put it in my belt for the day. The smell of it. It sucks. That was Connor explaining us to us about him uh, getting 
pepper sprayed in the academy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have so many audio clips too of um, people coming up to him and being, "Hi, what's your name?" And you go Carter. I go Connor. They'd be like, "What is that? It'd be a Connor." He's like, "No, it's not Connor." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Good clips though. Good. That yeah, was good. There was a lot of there's a lot of fun moments. Yeah, he. he we we pitch him a lot of shit, but he's yes, a good yes. he's a very good kid. Yes, he is going to be a good police officer. Yeah. Um, it's just it's fun it's fun flipping him shit. Oh, dude, it's the best because his reactions make it fun. Yes, so yeah. he's he he's he's been on the podcast. Yeah. twice. Yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, I, he, I really I do get I really like him. He's a like lot. wait 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 Jeff for real though. Do you really not do you really not support cops? And I'm like. Dude, I, I support police officers. Like, you know what? They're not all... It's not a blanket, you know, mm-hmm. feeling that I have towards the cops, dude. Yeah. And I go, I understand that it's... it's There's there's difficult situations. They're far more nuanced than that. I go, but if you're going to be a cop, then yeah, I fucking hate cops. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just like... it's it's mm-hmm. I, He knows. He mm-hmm. knows that I'm doing it, like, intentionally, and yeah. I don't really feel a certain way about... But I'll tell him all day, hey, cab, like, all cops are bastards. Fuck yeah, I'm going to tell that to him. Mm-hmm. Do I really feel like... No, yeah. I don't, but... Yeah. If he's going to be a cop, like, I'm going to say that shit. But it's only because it's controversial, right? Mm-hmm. So... Like, if somebody I knew was going to be president, oh, dude, I'd be like, Trump, like, I'd shit on them all the time. Yeah. So... It was a blast. Hanging out yesterday was super fun. We went to, we went antiquing into Lincoln City mm. for the day and went to the bookstores. We love doing that. And then you were like, hey, do you guys want to come over and hang out? And I was like, dude, that sounds fucking awesome. So then I got drunk and drank Snoop Dogg wine. <laughs> well, you played chess and we just hung out mm-hmm. and shot the shit. Yeah. Dude, I was tired. Yeah, we were going to start a fire, but then I was like, I don't feel like dealing with a fire right right it was fun we had the whole house to this ourselves so yeah. it's just i i thought it worked just hanging out yeah the, it was awesome house, it was so. chill yeah. it was a good time well congratulations thank you um i had a blast good um it was our first i think it i was thinking about this today today or yesterday yesterday i think um but just how awesome it is that like you've been just hounding me to get Cheyenne to the Oregon coast. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, eventually, eventually. And then it ends up being like the, the time that we do go is your wedding. Mm-hmm. And like now that'll always be synonymous of like the first time she ever went to the coast and mm-hmm. did that was also the celebration of you guys getting married and yeah. like having fun and being with friends. And you know, it was, it was so I, I like that. I took that picture of her just sitting, just butt, Oh yeah, we have to give you Kylie's clothes. Don't let me forget oh, okay. that. Sure. <laughs> um, but her just sitting in the ocean water, just playing in the sand, and I was like, you know what? I mean, I'm glad she's doing that. You know, mm-hmm. she's from Texas, right? Yeah. So for her to be in Oregon in the mist, in the cold, like sitting in the water and owning it, mm-hmm. that, I fucking love that. Yeah. There's just something very, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel like anybody else in the United States would look at the Oregon coast and be like, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, but dude, just... I told you when I was down there, I was like, dude, it feels so good down here. Mm-hmm. And it just felt good. Yeah. It felt good to be there, breathe in that air, mm-hmm. like feel a little chilly, but it's also not really chilly. Yeah. I don't know. It's like the perfect temperature, but it's kind of cold, but it yeah. feels good. The short shorts in a, in a zip up sweatshirt. Yep. Is like the Oregon coast yeah. walking yes. attire. Yeah, it felt good. Yeah. It was awesome. That was a good weekend, dude. I'm pissed. I have to work tomorrow. Oh, me too. <laughs> Originally, I was going to have these days off. Yeah. 
but now I'm back to work. Is it because you got a new job? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. So, I mean, that's 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 everything I think I wanted to say about the weekend. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I'm gonna put. I'm putting some some of those clips together. Um, I'll probably post maybe those clips that I just played mm-hmm. on the, on the air right here. Just post them on our Instagram, create a video or something. Um, I have video footage from like the actual ceremony and um, Cheyenne trying to manage Tucker and just, just some, (laughs) I saw that video. That was funny. (laughs) Just some fun clips that I want to post to go with this episode um, that I obviously released Thursday, but um, I did want to get into some, do you have, are you on a time? Like is it your bedtime? Not at all. You have a old man job now, so I don't know when your bedtime I is. I do have an old man job, but do no. Do you want to get into what we talked about yeah, on the beach? for sure. Okay, I didn't finish that article at all. Oh, that's Because I was getting all this ready. Yeah, I mean, it was. it's a long article. Yeah, but you and I, uh, we've been talking a lot of, like, we've had a lot of personal things going on, mm-hmm. like oh, huge yeah. things. Oh, yeah. Um, with that said, there's also been a lot going on politically that we haven't discussed and talked about Mm -hmm. and it just i don't you know this is going to come out on thursday and who knows what's going to happen between now and thursday oh gosh i mean everything could blow up yeah and it just it feels like everything's ever changing like day Mm -hmm. by day um but the united states pulling out of afghanistan is just it's just become a just I don't know a hot point for everybody to now be like you said on the beach when we started talking about it. Everybody's uh, international relations. Uh, what would you say? Foreign policy. Foreign expert. policy expert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but you brought up the insurgency argument, mm-hmm. and I think that that explains everything so well. So I don't I don't know where you want to start with this, but um, there's. I'm saying, you know, everybody wants to point fingers to individuals as being responsible mm-hmm. of what is happening. And I, I want to start this off by what you said, because you're you're smarter than me and you say things mm, better than me. <laughs> but you said, I think the the people that I think the, the who we can point to as being responsible is the American people. Mm-hmm. And I thought, holy shit. I mean, people want to point to Biden. People want to point to uh, Bush, Trump, Obama. But I think that the the answer of pointing to the American people is is so it's the perfect answer mm-hmm. because you can say that we allowed it, you can say that we elected officials who didn't do anything about it, and you know what I mean. There's yeah. so many different things that we can point to as saying it's their fault, but no, it is our fault, mm-hmm. our fault. Yeah, I think that's genius. The floor is yours. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. Well, I'm uh, I'm Jake here, and I'm going to talk to you about Afghanistan. Yeah. Um, the yeah, I, I think that's a good place to start. Is yeah. that everybody, like you said, everybody wants to point fingers, and I think that that in itself is so problematic. Yeah. Because it doesn't actually get to the root of how to keep this from happening again. Yeah. We don't want to see what is happening in Afghanistan ever happen again. Mm-hmm. So how do we, by p- taking the blame off of us, mm-hmm. the people who elect the people to make decisions, mm-hmm. who will react to the polls and how like what the things that we supposedly want, mm-hmm. when we take that blame off of ourselves and we try to push it onto one individual, whether it's Biden, Trump, mm-hmm. All presidents made decisions that made this situation possible. Right. 
But, and they all have levels of blame that are applicable to them. Yeah. And they yep. all hold blame because they are the commanders in chief. Mm-hmm. Biden holds Biden is commander in chief, although I do think that he tried to do the the right thing. Mm-hmm. The the mess that we're seeing right now, he is commander in chief, therefore he has blame. Right. I held Trump to that same standard. I yeah. held Obama to that same standard. I'm holding that same center to Biden. Yeah. I agree with his foreign policy. Like I agree with his his grand strategy of foreign policy, but this is a blunder. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way other way to So what it. is the situation here? The situation is is that you have the United States entered peace agreements with the Taliban, mm-hmm. which are a group of insurgent. Well, they were originally, I guess, how, I don't know how far you want to go back right. in the history of Afghanistan, but really, like the the Afghan borders were drawn by the British. I think this is important. During, we, we talked about this on the beach. Yeah, so initially you have the onset of, of colonialism. Mm-hmm. The British uh, crown jewel of their colonies was India. Mm-hmm. And this is all important background information because I think it, it really does help set the stage of how we got to where we are. Context matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, Britain's crown jewel of their empire in the eighteen in the nineteenth century was India, and they wanted everything in their power to protect India. They yeah. did not want India threatened from the Russian Empire, which was constantly probing south. Mm-hmm. Russia has always been in search of a warm water port because for right. the most part, they are ice. The way that their boundaries are drawn, mm-hmm. they are isolated from direct trade to Western Europe and the and eastern the eastern seaboard of the United States. Mm-hmm. They have their 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 navy is constantly gridlocked up in the Arctic, or they have to completely or they're they are trying to go east towards the United States. Yeah. They're blocked. They have no Atlantic presence. Right. And that drives, that has driven the Russian empire, the mm-hmm. Soviet union, Russia under Putin nuts. Right. They have been constantly since their inception have been in search of a warm water port. Okay. So they were constantly probing South towards India. Mm-hmm. Well, that made the British nervous. So there was this whole, it's called the, it's a very British name, but it's called the Great Game in Central Asia, mm-hmm. where you have Russian and British agents constantly fighting, getting the Khmers, which were like the tribal leaders mm-hmm. in Afghanistan. Um, there were wars fought, like proxy wars fought amongst uh, British, British-backed tribes in Afghanistan, Russian-backed tribes in mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Actual, uh, there were a lot of the colonial army of India led by British soldiers, but armed by Indian fighters, fighting Russian troops, fighting Afghan troops um, in the in the in the hills mm-hmm. all throughout the early uh, the late 18th century, late 19th century, early 20th century. And then when they left, when the the Soviet Union, when the the Af- when the Soviet Union, well, the, the Russian Empire collapses and the Soviet Union becomes comes to power mm-hmm. and the British Empire ends up leave like basically ends up dissolving after world war ii the af the afghan border essentially gets drawn mm-hmm. by the british right but what you don't really understand like what we don't understand is is yeah. that those borders that man that european drawn border mm-hmm. is nothing that the afghan people have ever recognized right they're operating in in their cultures in their 
you know, work mm-hmm. as they always have. Yeah. The, a line, a new imaginary line decided by a colonizing empire mm-hmm. does not change the way that they've lived their lives. Until I mean, they they notice bound they they recognize right, right. boundaries, but it's the boundaries of of their tribe. It's the boundaries yes. of their culture, right? Their linguistic um, differences, differences, yeah. And now you have Europe Europeans. They did this throughout Middle the East. World. They did this throughout the world. Yeah, but they like the Middle East has forever <laughs> been changed yes. and affected by this because you have drawing these borders and saying, okay, this is now the border. You have to recognize this border, but now you've you've cut. You've cut certain ethnic groups down the middle. Now right. you have Pashtun uh, Pakistanis and Pashtun Afghanis mm-hmm. who are now trying to form governments but are minorities in this now uh, European-drawn state. They're yep. trying to form – the British are trying to form governments to bring stability. Mm-hmm. And now you've got underrepresentation of certain groups that were – that actually at one point were a majority. So now they've got – animosity towards minority groups that are now have control over this these boundaries so you've got a lot of you have all these tensions Mm -hmm. and it anger towards the anger towards the west anger Mm -hmm. towards britain towards russia and then you've i mean and it steered a lot of people towards islamic extremism Mm -hmm. towards islamic fundamentalism which is always which has been present it's present in every in every religion, there okay. are fundamentalists oh, who yeah. are willing to go the extra length, Absolutely. right? So Taliban, the Taliban were a, a group of insurgents or a group of very devout uh, Muslims mm-hmm. who are generally Pashtun, which mm-hmm. is an ethnic group in the in that region, okay. Pakistan, Afghanistan. It's important to notice that Af- Pakistan wasn't a country. It was originally part of India. But then when the British left India, they said to try to fix the Hindu-Muslim mm. tensions, drew the border between, drew their own border, created the country of Pakistan, said all Muslims move to Pakistan, Hindus stay in India. Jesus. And then, so you've got this mass, there was this mass movement of people. Right. Hatred, like, drew all of this hatred and division between Hindus mm-hmm. and Muslims. And now you have Pakistan. Try. I mean, it, it's just it's it was a it was a complete mess. Like yeah. the 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 West effed up this whole region. But not we come was, and save the day, right? Not that there wasn't problems to begin with, right? right? right. But we exacerbated it and mm-hmm. made it way worse. Oh, I thought the end of the story was like we saved the day, dude. Oh yeah, no, we get all the bad guys. <laughs> we get all of them, <laughs> all of them, uh, with our drones. Um, the so. I give my best get myself back on track here. So the Taliban, yeah, Taliban means student in Pashtun, mm-hmm. and so they are um, they're very much a very fundamentalist sect of Islam, mm-hmm. and they want to inst- inst- they want to install in Afghanistan a government based on Sharia law, mm-hmm. which is a which is basically laws institutions government based on the teachings their interpretation of the quran Mm -hmm. i should i want to say i want to make that clear their interpretation Mm -hmm. of the quran Mm -hmm. it's not like it it's with any religion it's it's so funny that we it's so funny that 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 the the west generalization of islam is that the the craziest most fundamentalist view of the quran is general is 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 a widely accepted is the standard for widely accepted all Muslims believe 
that right. believe this. Are you going to tell me that the Westboro Baptist Church That's in, the United, in the United States is somehow views. is somehow it practices, practices yeah. Christianity? Yeah. Like right, right. So I mean, they are a minority, but they are they are a minority in Afghanistan, mm-hmm. but they're a very loud armed. I mean, minority. there's a reason you know who the Westboro Baptist Church is. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, they're loud and they create problems. Mm-hmm. You put the Westboro Baptist Church in the same socioeconomic setting uh-huh. in a failed state. Yeah, you're going to tell me that you act any differently yeah. than the Taliban? Right. Yeah, absolutely. The same people that are going around Texas telling vaccine like people who are administering vaccines that they could be ex- that they could be executed. Yeah. Like right. I don't know. Like yeah. you, that's for you to decide. Yeah. I'm just putting it I'm just putting it out there. For sure. It's not Islam. Right. Right. The it's problem not, is not Islam. The problem is not Islam. Yes. I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Um the so the Taliban in the Mujahideen which um is a just a me which is a, a generic word that means freedom fighter. Mhm. We, as part of our Cold War strategy, mm-hmm. the Afghans, uh, the Russians, and once again, kind of starting up that great game of Central Asia, yeah. need to try expanding to- towards the end of their of the Soviet Union, start to expand into Afghanistan right. for oil and other purposes. Try to recreate some of that glory from the early empire. They were mm-hmm. going to go retake Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. As every conquering nation of trying to get a whole of Afghanistan, it's mm-hmm. damn near impossible, mm-hmm. right? They 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 in, institute a, pub, a puppet government that doesn't have any legitimacy amongst mm-hmm. the broad people because not only do they not have legitimacy because there's nothing legitimate about this government, it's Western-backed, so mm-hmm. the, the people on the ground are not going to recognize it as such. But also, it doesn't really have any effect. There are so many remote areas yeah. in Afghanistan because of the mountainous nature of mm-hmm. it. I mean, the government doesn't have reach. Right. It doesn't have the. Not only does it have not have the strength or the the institutional stability to be able to get out and actually enforce its new laws right. in the outer reaches, it just doesn't have that ability. So I mean, it was so an afterthought. Mm-hmm. The Taliban and the Mujah, the Mujahideen in general, backed by and given U.S. weapons mm-hmm. to fight the Russians. Mm-hmm. Eventually, they they win the prolonged insurgency against the Russians. The Soviet Union collapses, not because of, but part of it was right. because they were so bogged down in There's Afghanistan. There's a failure there, yeah. And then we just leave them. They have all of this U.S. munitions, equipment. equipment. Yeah. The Taliban then roll in, take over the Soviet-installed government, mm-hmm. and install themselves in 1996 as the government of Afghanistan. They, they're, only in, they're only in charge for five years, mm-hmm brutally in charge for five years but they with because they have that ability they, because they choose to be extremely brutal mm-hmm. very very strict they have a pretty good grasp on most of afghanistan right. for the few years that they were in they were installed as the government and they right. set up institutions the government the laws uh the judicial system all of it is based on their interpretation of the, of the, mm-hmm. of the so mm-hmm. women uh, uh, their interpretation of the Quran. So the uh, women have very little rights. Mm-hmm. Um, LGBTQ plus, uh, I mean, just non-existent. Right. Like 
not non-existent, but you're you're killed. Yeah, right. And you it do is not. Just, this is a brutal yeah. way to live life. Yeah. Gun to your head, you're gonna just behave. The the former president mm-hmm. of the so the for, the president who was in charge of who the president of Afghanistan uh, when the Taliban took over in '96, mm-hmm. he was castrated, had his balls and dick shoved in his mouth and then strung up in a in a public square by the taliban jesus these are dude. brutal people yeah i'm not in any way trying to say that the taliban because yeah. of west because of the yeah. west i'm also in the same sense i'm saying this isn't islam's problem like right. this isn't islam i'm also trying to say that because of what the west did in the past does not excuse the taliban's right. behavior right fuck no i don't feel like i have to, i feel like i have to say that i don't know why but, but think, so many people miss what if this nuance. is someone's first episode people miss <laughs> new like people miss nuance yeah, so yeah, i feel yeah. like i got a point for out. sure um they're brutal they're awful people and they allowed al-qaeda which is not taliban mm-hmm. the Al- al-qaeda is a is a borderless not a state entity it's a non-state actor uh terrorist organization to train and basically have safe haven in afghanistan right. the taliban allowed that osama bin laden who was al-qaeda came over from saudi arabia um training his, his soldiers to eventually attack the united states on mm-hmm. september 11th we identified who did it we went in uninstalled the, as the taliban government mm-hmm. and began because the taliban wouldn't hand over al-qaeda we overthrew the Taliban government and began hunting Al-Qaeda in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. 20 years later. Well, we also then shifted focus to Iraq. That's a big thing. Thank you for stopping yeah. me and pointing that yep. out. We made significant. I mean, yeah, the asymmetry in arms between the United States and the Taliban. Yeah. Is insane. We mowed through Afghanistan yeah. incredibly quickly. The problem is, is you can't, once they go in, they know they're trained way better than we could ever know it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Than we could ever know it. The problem was, is that we didn't listen to our special operations on the ground. Mm-hmm. Instead of fighting this, we wanted, is high profile, right? We needed right. to see the president, the people in charge needed to see our full, the full extent of our army. Mm-hmm on the ground in Afghanistan mm-hmm. to re- enact revenge yes. on those who perpetrated those awful acts of terror. I get it. Yeah. I understand the need to do it and need to do it big. Yeah. But arc it's in, it is, and we weren't to be fair, to be fair to Donald Rumsfeld, to be fair to, to George W. Bush, Dick Cheney. We had never, we hadn't really fought. Well, we chose to not learn from Afghanistan. Right. We didn't really rewrite our counterinsurgency doctrine and weren't teaching our generals proper counterinsurgency doctrine mm-hmm. prior to the Afghan war. So we were still fighting our, I guess, the, the our, our mode of our strategy, like our, mo, our like the way we do bit, our military does mm-hmm. business when it enters into a conflict. Mm-hmm. We're following procedure. Mm-hmm. They I mean they were following procedure as it says, like this is what you do in these situations. We're still fighting a conventional war mm-hmm. against an unconventional army. Right. An insurgency. As soon as we took over the Taliban, they be- they went to insurgency, not trying to fight us conventionally, flags waving, meeting on a battlefield mm-hmm. and hashing it out like you saw in, in World War Two or mm-hmm. World War One. This was very much an a completely asymmetric conflict. They went underground, we had to chase them. Yeah. You don't do that with conventional armies. It's just not. Now we've learned our lesson. We've rewritten 
our counter our counterinsurgency doctrines to mm -hmm. try to match that. Right. But it was too. It was. It was too late. By the time our boots were even on the ground, it was too late. Right. This was always going to end this way, especially when we've shifted focus in 2003. We, we, we said we basically it was mission accomplished. We're now going to go focus. Now this is the global war on terror. Mm -hmm. We're going to Iraq. And we've had one foot out the door of Afghanistan ever since. Yeah. This was all I want. I just want, in my opinion, in the opinion of a lot of the people that I read who are legitimately experts on foreign policy and especially Afghan policy, mm -hmm. anti-terror policy, this was always going to end this way. Yeah. It was always going, to, this is how it was going to end. We have just been prolonging it yeah. and prolonging it and prolonging it. And you know what? It sucks. A lot of the stuff that we're seeing sucks. Yeah. There are things on the margins that the Biden administration could have done better, mm -hmm. but it was always going to end this way. Right. But not because of Biden, not just because of Trump, not just because of Obama, not just because of Bush, all of them. Yeah. And all, also all of us. All of us. Mm -hmm. And we'll get into that. Yeah. I don't know if you like, I don't know. Jump in whenever you want no, with your thoughts. I'm, I'm into it. I'm into okay. it. Keep going. So <laughs> presidents are presidents like all politicians yeah. are going to be swayed by polls. Yes. The opinion, our opinion. Yes. How we think, what we, what's important to us, mm -hmm. what we want seen done, and how they respond to our, our wants and needs mm -hmm. as the American people. Yeah, because we are yeah. tech, we are their bosses. We elect them to lead. Mm -hmm. Are they going to do what we ask? And up until 2016, yep. the polls were consistently in favor of winning Afghanistan mm -hmm. and remote leaving Afghanistan was seen as a weak move would undermine American uh, power abroad. I think historically it's reflective of other conflicts, right? Yeah. We've lost conflicts that we were there too long that we should have gone out sooner, mm -hmm. um, but we didn't want to pull out and then have that be viewed as a loss. Yeah. Because so, presidents didn't want the, the backlash yes. of making that choice. Mm -hmm. And it's funny now that the polls, in 2020, mm -hmm. 2021, have are overwhelmingly in favor, over 60% in favor of withdrawing mm -hmm. from Afghanistan right. prior to it actually happening under the Biden administration. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, he's the shittiest president. Yeah. Impeach him. Impeach him. Yeah. <laughs> when this was started under Trump. Yeah. It was exacerbated under Obama, who continued to use recruiting the this 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 proven strategy that enhanced recruiting amongst the Taliban and other insurgencies mm -hmm. throughout the Middle East was the use of unmanned drones mm -hmm. because they're indiscriminate killers. Right. There's nobody held liable for a bomb being dropped on the wrong Jeez. on the wrong hut. Yeah. Right? You yeah. don't have eyes on the ground. There's so much more room for error Jesus. with unmanned drones yeah. but relax reacting to polls too many u.s troops being killed in afghanistan how do you keep u.s troops from being killed unmanned aircraft remove them from conflict yeah so use unmanned, unmanned aircraft civilian deaths now jump through the roof yep you killed you killed a family that fa that family's now in the pocket of the taliban yeah because they a drone, revenge. a drone with American flag on yep. it, killed their family. Yeah, their family had nothing to do with it. They were yep. goat herders in, in Kandahar. Yeah, who just stayed out of it. Yeah, 
but yeah. we're there fighting this invisible war against, against an terror. against terror. Yeah. Right. With no clear strategy, but nobody yep. ever wrote a clear strategy because we had been out. We have had one foot out the door since 2003. Yeah. There was never a strategy to win. There was never a strategy to exit. There was no plan of action. Yeah. There was no, this is, these are the metrics in which we're going to win. Mm-hmm. It's exactly the same thing that happened in Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The people early on who had a plan for it, once there was an administration switch, yep. those people out of the, out of the White House, yep. out of the Pentagon, out of anything that had anything to do with po- forming policy, yeah. new administration, new ideas, mm-hmm. but the same problem. Yep. And then now being, now we're in it. And being really subject to polls. Yeah. So keep... What is the common denominator here? Yeah. Across administrations, across parties. Yeah. This isn't a Republican and Democrat issue. This isn't Democratic sweetness versus Republican strength. Mm-hmm. There's been two Republican presidents and two Democratic presidents overseeing this mess. Yeah. So what's the common denominator? Us. Yeah. It's us. Yeah. The we- only way to keep these quagmires from happening again is that we tell our... We tell... Our elected officials, we don't want to be in these situations. Yeah. Find another way to protect us. Yeah. Yeah. If 60% says get out and, he, and we they pull out, obviously there's repercussions. As you said, we're, we were always going to end up in a situation mm-hmm. like this. There's always there was always going to be repercussions, and and in 2021, the instant data, the TikToks, the, everything immediately on our phone. I mean, it, it makes me think of civil rights movement and Vietnam and when everything was just being televised mm-hmm. and everyone was like, holy fuck, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. In the same sense, everybody wanted, not everybody, over half these poll takers are saying that a representative of all of us are saying, get the hell out of there, dude. What are we doing? And now you're seeing the repercussions instantly. And like you said, maybe everyone's a foreign policy expert now, right? But I think there's, there's, I don't know, maybe, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I'm leaning towards maybe feeling like it's a good thing. Having that instant uh, understanding of the ramifications of what mm-hmm. choices we make. Sure, or, I mean, the the, prolif- the the disbursement of information yeah. is never a bad thing. Right. It's just how, unfortunately, people, instead of, they want to be told how to, in- the, the issue is, is that people mm. want to be told how to interpret data yes instead of interpreting the data yep. Yep. through their own means yep. um now that can be tricky because if you don't have the tools to interpret and to yes. interpret the data i get why people then defer to people on tiktok or they defer to whatever journalists journal anybody i'm just i'm instantly thinking about there's cost benefit. One there. guy who's fucking pushing this my pillow real hard mm-hmm. and in the same sentence is going to tell you it's going to break down a foreign policy issue. Right. I mean, it's the same people on all <laughs> the talking heads on CNN, yes. Fox, yeah. MSNBC. These people, well, they've, they've got a journal. They have a, a, a journalist, a, like a journalism degree from mm-hmm. Colum- from Columbia. Mm-hmm. What do they, I mean, what do they know about foreign policy? I mean, they don't know anything about foreign policy. Right. They're not in the wheelhouse, but yet they're paid by those. They're paid to sit on these shows and have these hot takes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, so they have to say something. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. that's their job. Yeah. But they're not... I mean, they're smart people. Right. But that's not their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. It's not what they were trained to talk about. It's not what they were... All of a sudden, all these things are blowing up. And all of a sudden now, it's like, 
all right, guys, come like you're our show. Yeah. We're paying you guys. Say something. Say something. So what's the easiest low hanging fruit? Yeah. So it's always gonna it's those shows are always going to go to the lowest hanging fruit for ex, as explanations. Mm, that is a great point. And that's the problem. That is the issue with these 24-hour news cycles yeah. is that there's these constantly shows filled with people having to talk about a white... They're not dumb people. No. But they're constantly being told, you got to talk about all of these topics. And they're not experts. And no. like None of us are experts. No. God, you put me on a show and talk... Like I can talk about foreign policy mm-hmm. uh, to an extent. Yeah. But if you get, get me in a conversation about healthcare... Yeah. What the hell am I going to talk about healthcare right, right. For, about? But if you're in that job, now you have to talk about all of it. Yeah. And and own it mm-hmm. like an expert. Yeah. Yeah. And those are the people that are influencing the public on yes. how to think. Yes. Right? So they yep. I mean it's low hanging fruit. It's Biden's fault. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Biden has responsibility. Right. Trump has responsibility. That's low hanging fruit. It's Trump's fault. Yeah. It's, well, it's actually Trump's fault. Yeah. Trump did all of this. Yes, Trump did, did did do that. Yeah. What I think the the negotiation leaving the the, the US backed government mm-hmm. out of peace talks with the Taliban made no sense. Yeah. Especially without the Afghan, the Afghan government present. Wasn't present yeah. <laughs> in the U.S. treaty talks with the Taliban. Yeah. What? Yeah. He literally walked in there like it was a real estate deal. Yeah. I mean, he was ineptitude. Yeah. But dude, and night- Obama knew better. Like the, the first thing I think about Obama is that he knew better. Right. And he still made the choices that he made to keep us in Afghanistan. He didn't want. But he didn't why? want. He didn't want the neg. He didn't want the negative. He's responding to who? The voters. Yeah, exactly. And how 1984 is this shit when the, Donald Trump and his website it all of a sudden starts removing anything he said or mentioned about pulling troops out of Afghanistan? No, mm. well, he's Napoleon. We've talked about this a lot. Yeah. It's an animal farm. It's so terrible. It's 1984, dude. Their job is literally to go back and change the history. And so that when you go and do the research, well, it was never there in the first place. So it didn't happen. Mm. Well, thankfully, we have a lot of different avenues where you yeah. can like, you can still go back and say, this is the, what the, this is what the Trump administration stances. Thankfully, Trump is not the only, I mean, is it though? he's not the only, he's not the only media source. I, I know that. But if you're, if you're, if you're having a debate about this and you're like, dude, it's like you can't just you're talking to someone you can't just point to a, a Biden you can't point just point to Obama. If you were to go to the Trump website right now, you would see that there are literal quotes and speeches from him saying that we need to pull out. Now they go to that website, it's not there. Now I'm misinformed. I don't know what I'm talking about. So yeah. now there's validity in what they're arguing. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That is that slippery slope spiral of 1984. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Yeah. And so then there's distrust and there's like, there's no dialogue. It's you're wrong. I'm right. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, that's just indicative of where we are. Yeah. It's just, it's unfortunate. The, you feel terrible for the people who are going to be living under mm-hmm. Taliban rule. Yeah. It, the things on them, I, I mentioned this earlier, there's things on the margins the Biden administration could have been, could have done better with. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's like, what have you been doing for the last six, seven months? Why haven't you been prepare, preparing Americans to leave the country? Yeah. Why haven't you been having your state department 
preparing our inter like our Afghan partners, mm-hmm. getting them visas, getting them ready to leave. Right. Why had why wasn't that done? That is on Biden. Yeah. That's on Biden and that's on Biden's State Department. Yeah. There unfortunately, there's diplomats on the ground who have been saying these very things. Yeah. And getting hung out to dry by the Obama like by the Biden administration. Right. Because Biden is saying it's all good and the State Department is yeah. saying no. Yeah. But there's only so much you can do. You're an executive, you're an executive employee. You have to do what the president says. Right. Like, so it it sucks. Yeah. Like, yeah, this was Biden messed up. Yeah. He did. Like, he's gotta own it. And he is owning it. Mm-hmm. He's saying this is my decision, the buck stops here. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, he's also saying I inherited this mess. True. <laughs> Which he did. Yeah. But so did Trump. And yeah. so did Obama. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was all very informative. And I know that there are some people who listen to the show weekly who were looking for exactly this conversation. But I think what we'll end with is the responsibility as Americans that we have. Um, we are polarized and we are pushed to be polarized. But when we, in our polarization, there are consequences to being misinformed we're not hopefully we're seeing the consequences on our tiktoks and our handhelds or whatever Mm -hmm. but those aren't our lives that are being affected like you said the afghan people who now have to live under taliban rule like that is terrible that is heartbreaking it's it's terror Mm -hmm. right but if we are going to play a role in the international world we have to be informed when we make when we are talking to our representatives. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't just say Sean Hannity said that uh, we need to get out, so we should probably get out. That's what I'm going to suggest. No, why should we think about that? Have a nuanced conversation about it. Pull all the facts and say. I'm, I'm not saying everyone should should be a foreign policy expert, mm-hmm. but it's it's their job to listen to us. Yeah. And our words and choices have ramifications. Therefore, we have a responsibility. Mm-hmm. No, we do. We, we have a, a vast responsibility. And there's so much that we didn't even get oh, to. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. How, did, how on earth did a U.S.-backed government that we spent 20 years trying to prop up yep. fold like a pair of twos? Yep. There's, like, we, can, we, can, this, we can continue this talk later weeks as things yeah. develop. Yes. Um, but I think we, we should, and we will. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll get into, I mean, if there's things that you're still, uh, you're, you're still, you're, you're not, they're still kind of gray for you yeah, or still yeah, kind yeah. of cloudy, yeah, yeah. uh, reach out to us, say, Hey, this, Send us this aspect, I'd be happy to interact with, interact with you. Yeah. Send you some materials. I've been, I've been, you and I both read yeah. a ton. I've got a lot of good, I have a lot of very good, um, sources yeah on one ac- academic journals that mm-hmm. can help explain counterinsurgency doctrine i've yeah. got stuff that i love that can, it can that help talk. all of that kind of stuff yeah. so it's please reach out like yeah. this is a very very um very very it's a scary time yeah. and it and it, it uh it, i don't know i didn't think any of us thought we'd ever live through like we i don't think i don't know if i ever thought i would live through seeing something like this right Right, but we've we've seen it. It's completion now, right? We saw the planes go into the tower mm-hmm. when I was in the fifth grade, and here I am, thirty, talking about our exit. I was in ninth grade, <laughs> <laughs> but think about that. Yes. You're now thirty-four. Yeah. 
how long ago and you were a freshman yep. watching the beginning writing. watching the beginning of yeah. this and that many years later we are sitting here that's insane all of the stuff that has happened in our lives yeah while there was a war going on overseas mm-hmm. that, the, that the United States was spending trillions of dollars on losing thousands of lives that we allowed we allowed and we just it was in the we didn't even think about Afghanistan for so long because mm-hmm. we had that we have that privilege yes absolutely. to be able to just not even think about yes it. and I think that is huge that's a huge point mm-hmm. is how how privileged is it um, that we can just not tune in when we want to yeah when we want to oh that's terrible and alex and i talked about this on the episode we did but in the same sense of privilege we talked about vaccinations how privileged is it that we can just say nah i don't think i'm gonna get vaccinated when there are millions around the world who are like give me that mm-hmm. please god We're throwing out hundreds of thousands of vaccines in states because people aren't getting it yeah i'm good it's insane well, it's the same thing. We waste food. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me effing started. <laughs> Check your privilege. Privilege. $20 burgers. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Say what you mean. Thank <laughs> you.